often beats with Clint. Ew. So, uh, catering to you is apparently, uh, being canceled. <laughs> imagine how, uh, imagine how miserable you must be to be like, oh, a song from, at the time, a group that really preached about woman empowerment and love between women and everything. But we need to get rid of this fucking song because it involves women, these women finding happiness with a partner that they fully trust and they are willing to do something that they literally say, I want to cater to you. I got your slippers, your dinner with dessert and so much more. I want to cater to you. You know, it's a key word in there. I wanna. That means they have a choice. They have they have made a choice that they want to make this man happy. A man they've chosen themselves. A man that has earned their love, earned their respect. And somehow that is toxic. Imagine we live in a world. We're wanting to make your significant other, in particular, a man, is a bad thing. I'm assuming I only even know about this. I almost couldn't believe it when I see it. When the own member of Destiny's Child, Michelle Williams, comes out and is saying, defending the song, because people are coming out and saying... I'm going to only assume because it involves the word serve. It's like you're being forced to do something when nothing the lyrics insist that the man is forcing them to do anything, anything. How miserable do you have to be in your lives where someone is actually happy And wants to do little things like go home. When the husband gets home, the boyfriend gets home. Give them a shoulder rub. Fill up their bath water. Take off their cufflinks. Untie your shoestrings. Cook them their second favorite meal. Because you probably can't cook their favorite meal. Because that requires high attention to detail. And you're not his mom. It is what it is. It's okay. But. Can you imagine? Imagine you go on, let's say you and your boy, friend, you and your hus live normal home life. There's an order of operations, things are fine. And you decide on a random Thursday or Friday, hey, you know what? I'm going to make sure he has a tonight like no other night. Doesn't have to worry about anything. He just comes home. He's a hardworking man. He treats me right. He comes home. And I have everything set up for him in the living room. I cleaned. I wiped down his favorite recliner chair that always sits on. I cook his favorite meal. I even like attached the little dinner tray so he could eat there. 
You even set the Blade Trinity set on the DVD VHS Netflix nowadays. But when the song was made, it was 2001. So probably VHS. And you're just letting him enjoy. What a crazy fucking concept. To care about someone enough. To love someone enough. To give a fuck about someone enough. That you just do things because they like it. And you want to do it. Because you care about what? I don't know. Seeing this person you quote unquote care about happy? What kind of fucking world is this? I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. I I know things are modern, but God fucking damn it. The sad part is, nowadays, if you were to post something on your social media about, look at this fine meal I made for my boyfriend or husband, or look what gift I got for him for his birthday... The sad part is there are people out there that'll be like, girl, you don't have to get him nothing. You are the prize. A woman should never have to do anything for his man or for her man. Well, these days you never know, 50-50. You never know what really someone's tucking in themselves. But... The, the weirdest part is that it wouldn't be, oh, great. It wouldn't be, oh, look how happy they are. I wish I had that <laughs> sad face. It's the fact that people that are unhappy, people that blame things in life or blame reasons for why they don't have a significant other or someone to make them happy or they've been screwed over by someone and they're like, well, you wait, you're going to do all that, and then he going to leave your ass. It's like, that's a heavy projection. And before you say I'm projecting, go look at comment sections. It's not really that hard to find. It's pretty easy. That's kind of the point. It's easy to find. Apparently, it, it's a microcosm that doing easy shit for people, doing nice shit for people is weakness. Like, shouldn't you want your partner to do nice shit for you? Spontaneous for birthdays. You grew up always getting shit on your birthday. On people's birthdays, you buy people birthday gifts, don't you? People that you care about. But now we're going to make a bigger point that, oh, well, see, you got to, we, we got to like overthink this whole thing. Ah, it's her birthday. You got to purposely do nothing. Act like her birthday doesn't exist. Treat her like any other day. Actually, don't even talk to her that day. Let her know that you set the tone. Or on the girl's side. Girl, don't do anything. Come out with us. I know you made plans, but he'll he'll understand. It's his birthday. It's not a big deal. Besides, remember, honey, you are the prize. But they're like, yeah, but I just actually want to do something nice for their birthday. 
because I want to. But, sweetie, you shouldn't want to. You shouldn't. Why shouldn't I want to do something nice for my significant other's birthday when they've done nothing but right by me? Because that's not what's supposed to happen. Men are shit. So we're going to dig back from a song from 2001 from a girl group that involves Beyonce, who is literally uncancelable, who is literally, there's nothing you can really criticize her. I'm pretty sure you could find some, but no one will. This is how deep this has gotten. I don't care about cancel culture. This is really, this is about, this is about miserable people trying to tell people when something is wrong, when in reality, maybe the reason why they think is wrong is because they're wrong. You think a woman taking care of her husband is shitty? You're going to look down a woman for doing everything she can for the man that we'll just say she took her vows on, her took her vows with, but even on a boyfriend level, you're gonna shit on someone for doing something, for giving him a back rub, letting him watch his favorite movies just cause he can. He comes home, she cooks something. By the way, cooking doesn't make you, you know, quote unquote, a housewife. It just means you can cook. It just means you have basic life skills. Doing laundry is just a life skill. Cleaning is a life skill. You know, we talked about before, like, there's certain things like a man, if you're going to live with a woman, you should be able to take care of. Like, it's not about gender roles. It's about what do you contribute as a union. And each union's different in what they contribute. You should never feel ashamed about fucking doing something nice for someone you care about. You gonna let other people tell you not to get shit for, you know, your brother, your mom, your sister, your dad. Because what? Because times are different. You don't have to do that to show you love them. You don't have I you don't have money. It's okay. They understand. It's like it's not the point. You raise a certain way. You get people shit for their birthdays. That's what you do. That's what you do. Don't make people feel bad for it. The fuck's wrong with you guys? Go get a hobby. There's real shit to be mad about in this world. You're mad at people that are happy with someone. And it brings them joy to do things that make them happy. But you want to take the words cater. And they use... I watched the music video, by the way. It's the three girls dancing in the desert, twirling. They look very fucking happy. Dancing in these lavender silk. Looks like, really looks like bed sheets, but in a nice form, but whatever. Man. By the way, Destiny's Child has no misses. Do I always agree with, like, their narrative and their song? Not necessarily, but they're fucking bangers. You can't deny it. Besides, in the music video, if you want to say, oh, because it's like, a man should never think a woman supposed to do these things. Yeah. Uh, trust me, these days we don't expect a whole lot. The same way you don't expect a whole lot from us. So, really, we also have from Clean Slate, and everything's a bonus. 
You can clean, great. Cook, great. Treat me well, great. Rub my feet, great. Clip my toenails, great. Everything's a bonus. Like, you're really starting from scratch. But see, back in 2001, these were, in a weird way, not requirements, but there were things that men still were okay with saying that, yeah, we want to come home to a nice, to a nice home. No one wants to come home to a stressful home, but when there's no need to, it's the same way. You want, do you girls not want to be taken out on dates by your personal, by your significant other? Do you not? You're going to absolutely, oh, look at this guy. Look at my husband trying too hard to show that he loves me. Realize the fucking logic behind that? Someone that has already earned your trust. Someone who you live with. Someone you have a strong rapport with. And at that point, you're worried about putting too much out there. Showing you love them too much. You gotta play a distance and still keep them chasing you. It's like you're six years in your relationship. You live together. You have a couple dogs that only one of you really want. Like... You don't sleep in the same bed every night. But hey, you love each other. You do shit for each other. What's fucking wrong with that? Back in the day, these wouldn't even be bonuses. These are requirements. And so nowadays, because there's this evening out things, which fine. I'm not even, I'm more of a modern person. I don't expect any woman to do anything for me. Because, one, I believe you should just be a self-sufficient person as it is. And as a man, you should never rely on anything other than yourself to provide and do shit for yourself. But, look, if I have a wife, if I come home from a stressful Tuesday in the office, potting, like, you know, oh man, I come home, man. Yeah, we talked about some stressful topics today. Oh, like what? Yeah, we talked about J-Lo and Ben Affleck, you know. Getting them back together. Benifer, Gigolo. Stressful times. I'm not going to be mad if she comes over. Here, sit down. Let me make you, let me make you a nice drink. Let me give you a little shoulder rub. Let me get those nerves in your neck to get you going. And then let me start kissing your neck. Like, who, who, why is that a bad thing? That she wants to make me feel good. Is it. Like what's with. What's with people. Where we don't want to make other people feel good. That we care about. And you want to cancel a song. From Destiny's Child. Destiny's fucking child. That doesn't sound like a. Destiny for success. (sighs) Damn. You know, well, really, it's it's funny about it. You watch, like, going back to the music video. It's them dancing in the desert, nothing but smiles on their face. Talking about how happy they are to find a man that they find worthy to cater to. And it's just the three men sitting side by side on a random, like, I think, box 
in the desert. I don't even know what they were sitting on, but they were in the middle of a desert or something. And they're just all three sitting there looking at the ladies in amazement with the eyes like, oh my God, she's the most beautiful woman in the world. This is the only person I would want to be with in this moment or touched by or loved by. And that's a fucking problem. Isn't that what we crave for these days? Don't we just crave? I know we live in this whole, oh, I don't need one person to make me happy. I could be multiple people. That's fine. You could be with multiple people and all that shit. Also, don't shit on people who are fine with one person. One person does make them happy. Nothing fucking wrong with that. But because it involves a woman making her man happy, we have a issue. We live in a world where men just can't be happy. Men aren't allowed to be treated well. Because of a few bad apples. Yeah, there's a few bad women too. So, if you want to go by that notion, I guess we all should just treat each other like shit. Never rub each other's shoulders. Never kiss each other's chest. Never feel what love can be. No, no, no. See, he can only love you. You can't love him back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because people just love... The feeling of never being loved. But feel like they give everything to a person. They just love the return of nothing. Hate to break it to you. There's no such thing as unconditional love. It's just. You may. There's toleration of love in my opinion. You could tolerate a fucking shitload. But at some point. There's a condition. If you treat someone well. You want to be treated the same back, but you want them to treat you well in their way, in their original way, not just tit for tat. They do this, you do that. Like, who wants to be with someone where it's one-sided? Let me break it to you. No one. Beyonce made a song about bragging about being single, ladies. Guess what? It's no longer single. Hasn't been for a while. She found a soldier, and uh, he was carrying big things, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, and all the three girls in the group that were happy and smiling that music video, hoping to find that man one day, you know what they all have right now? The man that they found today, 18, 19, 20 years later. What do you know? I think they all have kids. I know her and Kelly at least have kids. Michelle probably does. I know she has a husband. Whatever. They're all happily married. Wow. Crazy. And I'm going to go out on a limb. And um, I'm going to say they all cater to their spouses. As I'm sure their spouses probably cater to them back. Because if you listen to what the music is saying, it's saying, it's literally in the fucking opening. You inspire me to be better. You make, it's basically, you make me better. 
You make me better. You make me better. You inspire me to be better. By the way, Neo wrote Irreplaceable for Beyonce. Just a side note. Um, They're literally... So they preface it at the beginning of the song. Talking about everything that I want to do for you. Is because of how much of an impact you have positively made on my life. This isn't women that are being forced into doing an action. It's because they want to. People, men and women, get off on making their spouse happy. It's a pretty normal human type of, I don't know, emotion. Feel good about yourself. Smack their ass. They wink at you back. You say, you got it, girl. Hopefully... Only thing you smack is their ass, because otherwise, then you know what? You don't deserve to be catered to. Sorry. But stop fucking digging. Like, the thing is, like, if you look for problems, you will always find it. You can always find a problem with whatever you're mad about. If you want to spit a narrative about men don't deserve to be this, don't deserve to be that, fine. Don't marry, don't settle down with those goods, and fine. If you want to generalize it, then generalize that. Then generalize it. But you're digging back into a song where even the artists that are part of it are like, nah, y'all are reaching. You're reaching heavily. And not only are y'all reaching, you picked the wrong fucking song. You absolutely picked the worst possible example for reasons why a woman should not cater to men. You are basically saying, I don't care how well he treats you right. I don't care how well he treats you right. I don't care how well he is to you. I don't care how much better he's made your life. I don't care how accepting he is of you. You deserve better. I know you think you're happy, but you're not really happy. You could be happier. It's like, uh, uh, I mean, they seem pretty happy and content with who they're with. No, you're not. You are not. You are not happy. You deserve this. It's like, why do we live in a world where we always tell people whether they're happy or not? Oh, who the fuck are you to tell me, to tell her, to tell anyone if they're fucking happy? If a person tells you they're happy, be happy. Be healthy. Eat a bowl of Cheerios. I don't know what to tell you. Be happy. Sounds like a personal problem. It always stems from people that want people to fill their fucking misery. So now it's bad that someone wants to give their partner some treatment, preferential treatment. And yes, I'm aware. See, when she says dessert, she's probably talking about sex. Yes, she probably is. She probably doesn't care to make him a pineapple upside down cake. She probably doesn't. But he didn't force her to have sex. She wants him. And she wants to have sex with him. See how this works? you're happy with someone you do shit that makes you both happy wow some of y'all are miserable fucks
and it shows. So speaking of miserable fucks, I actually, I've you know, I've been hearing this shit on really the internet, Instagram and all that bullshit, videos of people justifying why they don't tip, right? We all know that guy or girl, but mostly guys because typically guys are in charge of paying the bill, most cases, um... It's always funny to hear people's reasonings for not tipping. Before I continue, let me preface by this. I am not a fan of servers, um, delivery drivers, anyone whose base income is tips and they go on social media and they take a picture of the check of whatever they're mad about and they're mad that people didn't tip what they felt like a reasonable amount they deserve like if it's a $59 bill and someone leaves $3 after they busted their ass for eight for two and a half hours for these people and they feel slighted so they go on social media this is why you should tip because if you don't tip I won't be able to go home and pay this I won't be able to do this. This is why minimum wage should be XXX. It's like, all right, first of all, it should be, honestly, I think personally, you should get fired for posting a receipt of a bill online. I do, because that's someone's personal business of what they paid for, what they tipped, right? And... Servers and people going online, making videos, telling people why it's important for them to tip, right? One, by doing that, you're just going to make people not want to tip you more if they already don't or if they tip a low percentage. All you're going to do is justify to them more why they don't want to tip you because then you're going to come off as very unlikable. But I also believe that you should tip in general. Unless, look, unless they call your mom a cunt while you're at the table, or they literally are shitting in the middle of your table, even then, I'm probably still going to leave 10% since I'm a nice guy. But, I have, me personally, I have a general rule. As someone, I have a little more empathy towards it as someone who has worked for tips. Um, I... I will always give a minimum, minimum. I don't even do the percentage shit. I think people get two cop and percentages. I think it's more of a feel thing. I at least do 30%. That's me personally. Typically, I tip more than that. But even on the worst, right? But so I came across this video and it's this looks like a dude's like 21, 22 and he's in his classes. It looked like a TikTok video, but I found it on Instagram. But it had like CC, a little like a TikTok video structure. And he's responding to a video where a woman says, she, she like says in her reason, she said like three reasons why you should tip, blah, 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 names and whatever. Because we only get X amount per hour, this and that. Uh, servers work on tips, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know the spill. 
And this guy, this jerk off, looks like he's from um, Talking to the Moon, that TV show. Um, he thinks he's being this intellectual freak, right? This dude really thinks what he's saying is like, uh, see, here's the thing. Last time I checked, tips are courtesy. They are not required. First of all, no shit we know is not required. Otherwise, they would just fill in the fucking tip line for you anyways, you sack of shit. They leave it open so you can add a tip or not, okay? So, for that, shut the fuck up. But he continues. Let's give him the benefit of doubt. He starts saying, because it is not our job, my job as a customer, to pay your salary. Here's the problem with that logic. Anytime you pay for food anywhere... Technically, your money's always going towards someone's pay. Um, because whether people are getting paid hourly or directly, you that money is going towards a pot where they have to pay their employees. So technically, your money is still technically going towards someone's wage. So for that, shut the fuck up. And then he talks about what was it? Shit, I'm losing track here. Doo, doo, doo. Oh, then he does the most basic. He starts, you know, sometimes the explanation or reasoning is worse than the actual crime. Like, oh, I ran over two elderly lady crossing the street. It's like, oh man, you should have really been paying attention. Yeah, but in my defense, the light was yellow. I still could have made it. It's like, yeah, you should have just shut the fuck up after you hit them and just paid attention. But see, the light was yellow. I still could have made it. Shut the fuck up. Okay. So, he starts breaking down the duties of what, in this case, he's talking about servers, what a waiter or waitress would do. He's like, I don't feel like it's my obligation to tip 20% for someone who's just asking me for my order drink, then taking it to the kitchen where they actually make the food. And all you do is bring it out. All you do is refill my drink. And this is at a typical restaurant, we're assuming. And all you do is make sure I'm up to date, make sure everything is taken care of, make sure I got clean silverware. Like, you're not really doing much. Hmm. So... Basically, he's saying that he doesn't really feel that people really deserve to be tipped, in a sense. Or if they do, it's not a it's not a very high percentage, right? One, I'm just going to ask, who raised you? Um, typically, that comes from a mindset of people who have never actually had to work jobs and deal with people. Um, I'm, it is a courtesy. It is a choice. It's also a choice where if you feel like, and he also gets into, this is always the funniest one. A lot of people say, 
you know, not everyone has money to tip 30, 35%. It's like one, no one said tip 30. No one's even telling you to tip a certain percentage. But when people's reasoning for not tipping at all is I don't have the money to tip. So you had enough money. We'll just say go here by your, we'll say you went there. If you're eating at a restaurant, typically you're with someone else. Not many people eat alone. Nothing wrong with that. People typically people don't do it. So you're sitting at your table. You, we'll just say you and your girlfriend. You go to Chili's, get your both meals, twenty bucks, get a little appetizer, and eh, twenty-seven, get a little dessert, thirty-four. You both get a drink and refills, and eh, thirty-nine dollars we're looking at, right? So you had enough money for one night of eating to pay thirty-nine bucks for a tab, right? We'll just go on the low end, $43 for your total. That's when you're like, whoa, hey, 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 hey. Don't want to go in the overdraft, buddy. Oh, hmm. Because, you know, we can get in the obvious of you can go to the store and cook and make it the similar thing at home for eight bucks for two people for one night. You know, I'm not even going to say that because you want convenience is a hell of a thing. And you know what? Sometimes you want to take your partner out. You want to enjoy scenery, watch the playoffs, play some Sudoku on one of those trivia games. Fine. But if you don't want to tip, just don't. Don't explain your reasoning, because when you explain it, you sound even worse, like 10 times worse. From a moral compass, like I said, no one has to tip, but no one also has to hear your rationality for not tipping, right? No one cares for your reasoning. Really, no one does, because I think most people are on board that not tipping in general if you're a consistent person that doesn't tip, it's kind of a reflection on you. There's a difference between being cheap and just being a complete douchebag. Being cheap is you go to the store, right? You're in you're shopping in the dairy section, right? You could the price difference is twenty cents between some Good American cheese, Kraft Singles, 30-piece pack of cheese, or for 20 cents less, you can get the Walmart brand, where when you open it, it smells like like sweaty socks. Yes. But you're willing to pay 20 cents less because you think saving 20 cents is really worth the smell. It's worth your fridge. Smell like you got dead pigs in there, doesn't it? Wilbur! And what you don't understand... Oh, let me also get to... This is the funniest part. So this man... By the way, if you watch the video, this dude really thinks he's like... Debunking all reasonings the tip, right? This man said, for example... See, last time I check, it's a courtesy. 
if you go to countries like Germany, I think he said, it's like, because, for example, he starts naming countries that don't function the same as a society as we do. And there's reasons like, I don't know, dictatorship. Um, I don't know, Holocaust, Hitler, whatever. This man starts mentioning countries that were involved in the Axis powers. Yes, do your research on the Axis powers. We had allies in the Axis. He starts naming countries that involved the Axis powers. So you're going to use an example about a country that less than 100 years ago had a man that was in charge of the Holocaust. And that's who you are going to reference when you're talking about courtesy and generosity. That's who you're going to, that's going to be your reference point. Things that are courtesy, yes, you don't have to, hence the option. Imagine that you live in a country, in a world, where you have an option to make someone's life a little bit easier or not. I'm going to use the old lady example again. Old lady crosses the street. She's riding on her little mini scooter. She's like 73 years old. Has decent legs, but you know what? Walking around the metropolitan city, need a little scooter, like a Walmart scooter. She's crossing the street. She falls over. She falls on her side. I've fallen. I can't get up. You see her. You technically don't have to. It's optional for you as a young 22-year-old male. You could go over there and help pick her up. And, you know, just do the decent human thing. Do your part in society. Keep the world going. Help people when you have the opportunity to. But again, you don't have to. But maybe, maybe you should apply that to other things in life. Like... People that, we we get caught up in this whole, like, you know, your job can be replaced. You know, anyone can do your job. So then, we go to places, we go to restaurants, and there's some people that actually enjoy the fact that they feel like they can directly control someone's behavior, knowing that this person's day is based on This person's day and how happy they are could potentially be on how much I do or don't tip them. In my experience, people typically have three train of thoughts when it comes to tipping. Typically, you have to work your way down from whatever the maximum tip they're going to give you. For whatever amount of people, they probably do the math in their head. Any person that takes groups of people out, typically fathers, people that... Take big groups out when you have the family together. Pay for the meal. Typically, you know you're about to spend a pretty penny. You know that I'm going to pay with this one with card. Because I don't want to feel like I'm giving away $300 in cash. (laughs) Typically, you have a good idea how much you're going to pay. Then you have a good idea of, all right, tip this. You add it up in your head. All right, today's bill is going to be X amount. Cool. Typically, the server... They do their part, do their job, very nice and gentle. They're going to receive that tip. And any misfires, they may mess up. They may dock it down a little bit, but you basically have to work your way down the tip. Then there's the opposite. 
where you have to work so hard to get the full potential tip, right? Wow, that kind of that kind of sounds sexual. Um, you have to. You're starting from the bottom. You're starting at zero dollars. Every move you make, everything you fuck up, I'm gonna dock. I'm gonna dock pennies, dimes, dollars up and down. It's like a, it's like a casual Robin Hood stock. It's gonna go up and down depending on how much you fuck up my order, how long it takes you get in between these refills, how many times you come in a tent. Do you come too much? Do you try to have too much conversation? Do you interrupt conversation? Do you not? Are you not prompt? Do you get my order wrong? Or do I see you writing it down? Do you incorrectly write it down? Like those assholes, they nitpick every little thing you do, right? Then, you just have the people where it's like, not going to do it. And they know that. And people always have their reasonings. That's why I say everyone has their reasonings. You don't believe in tipping. You don't want to tip. I'm not going to sit here tell you why you should or shouldn't do. That's your belief, then don't do it. Maybe that's why I kind of feel like when I go out and stuff, I feel the need to always give a little bit more because I always feel like as a member of society, you know, you do your part and then some, you know, you always assume that not everyone's doing their part and you always try to pick up for what other people may lack or don't view the same as you. We value different things. So, you know what? I'm going to do the math like, ah, they probably had a couple shitty tables today who we're annoying as fuck. I'm going to give you a little extra. You did great. I can see the stress in your eyes. I can see your will to live just die down by the second you're here. But hey, I'm going to give you a little bit more to keep you trapped. Because I like your service. I want you to I want you to be here every time I come here. But I think as people, as customers... What I notice is people that typically have a very low amount that they tip or don't tip at all, they are typically the most difficult fucking people. Because typically, people that have those mindsets typically have a negative view on whatever occupation they are, quote unquote, tipping or not tipping. So, it's almost, you constantly are reaffirming shit in their head about how much you don't deserve something, right? And then we, and those shitty people, they come to these places, and they take their personal shit out on the waiter. Treat them like shit, be a little passive, a little cynical. Be a little uh, pretentious. They take their... They, they, they're they the most complicated people. Always being extra for a lot of different things. Always feeling like they're the center of the world. Even if there's 15 other tables that waiter has to take care of. They always feel like they should be first in whatever priorities. They always feel like they matter the most. I'm a customer. I am the only thing important right now. It's like, kind of, but not really. You're not. You're a customer. Hence, being a customer 
is a privilege as well. Being a customer is a courtesy. No restaurant has to let you eat there. The same way that you don't think that servers have to do what they do. You think it's a courtesy. They should be happy just to have a job. Well, you should just be happy that you're allowed to eat there. It's a privilege all around. It's our job to help each other as people, not to get too utopian in this bitch. But don't sit here and talk about why people shouldn't tip and justify your reasons for being a shitty person. Justify your reasons for not knowing. If you knew that your brother, right? If you knew your little brother was working his ass off, right? And he wasn't making much money. But you know for whatever reason, this is what he has to do for the time being, right? You're right. No one's asking him to work there. He technically doesn't have to. You just get a better job. Or if you could help it, wouldn't you just do your part? Wouldn't you just give back? See, it's funny how we always want to give back to those who are in extreme need. You know, we always talk about giving back to the homeless. Giving back to people who have drug issues. We always talk about wanting to fix the extreme issues. When a lot of those issues before they become extreme could have been fixed in the moment. Things that you can't prevent anything from anyone going anywhere in life, right? You can do all you can for someone. And they can still go off the rails and end up in a dark place. But all you can say at the end of the day is, did you do your part when you had the opportunity? Do you want to constantly have angry people take your orders? Probably not. Have you ever wondered why they may be frustrated? People have bad days. And I'm not saying every time someone's angry at work, they have the right to take it out on customers. Because employees do take it out on customers. But I also see a lot of y'all taking it out on them as well. So moral of the story is, tip what you can when you can. If you can't tip, don't justify it. Just don't just do it and move on. You don't have to explain it to no one. I'm also not a fan of people airing out people that don't tip. Celebrities aren't obligated to tip you a thousand dollars for a hundred dollar check. They're not either. Just because someone has money also doesn't mean they should tip a higher percentage. In my experience, I'll I'll t- I'll sell. I say this much and then wrap it up about tipping. In my experience. As someone who used to deliver um, food to areas. I'm not going to air out the company. Too much respect. Domino's. Um, I. When you first start the job, right? There's always that one rich ass fucking neighborhood. Has a gate and everything. Like they just are stacked. 
you got a gate where every time you go to the gate, they have to call the people to confirm, like, it's it's a real gate. It's not one of those apartment gates that's always fucking open, even if you pay for it to be worked, for you pay for it to actually be useful. Either the exit's always open, or the entrance is always open, so either way, it's a free-for-all. No, an actual house, an actual gated community where the houses start at 500k some up to a couple million real fucking houses probably a ceo of only fans in there but you think oh i'm delivering this area right they're about you you're driving past all these houses before you get to the house you pass about these 50 houses like holy fucking shit these are mini castles you think like, holy shit, I'm about to get this bread. For a 28 build, they're going to drop 15 on it easily just because they have it like that. Um, Not necessarily. They don't tip. I wouldn't say they tip any less than the average, but they certainly don't tip any more. Do I think it's by coincidence? No, I think a lot of people that are really that are that type of rich, where they're rich enough, good enough for them, they may not be like Jeff Bezos rich, but they're pretty rich. I think they still have this human mindset where they still feel like everyone can do better for themselves. But if they constantly tip you and tip you a shitload... Or some of them are just dickheads. I don't know. But if they constantly tip you and tip you a shitload. They might feel like you may not work hard enough to get out of it. Because they see that you're not that far down for them. Or if you go to like Jeff Bezos. He may just drop 2k on you for a $30 meal. Just because he feels bad for you man. He's like ah, I'll get the return on my Amazon Prime. Use this money. You're going to spend 800 of it on my service. Please. Put it back in a business. Return on investment. That's what this is. Life's a return on investment. But I've also gone to the most poorest of neighborhoods, let's just say. I've gone to the, you know, trailer parks, camping grounds, very, very low income housing. And I've been tipped. Some of the biggest tips I've ever gotten have been from them. Because I think they have a more sense of humanity. They have a more sense of empathy. They can feel the... Str- they, I wouldn't even say struggle. Because not everyone's really struggling. But like... They can feel... They, they can see you're working. They, emp- they empathize with that. Even if they don't have the most money to give. They still do. They give what they can. Because it's that sense of... I'm just like you. I'm not above you. I'm not below you, you're not above me, you're not below me. There's that sense of empathy. There's a sense of human. You actually have a human moment with someone. Because from, look, let's just call it what it is, you kind of stereotype of what you think you're going to get from an area like that. And then when you're surprised with that, you start to look at your own self like, wow, They didn't make a projection on me, but I made a projection on them. I thought I would only get X amount, so I lowered my expectations. Then when they tipped me good, I was like, whoa. And it kind of makes you feel like shit that you just expected 
just because you make an assumption of someone's income based off their home. That since you made that assumption, it kind of makes you feel like shit. And it kind of humbles you, even if you're already a pretty humble person. And it makes you realize that being rich or poor, there's not really much of a correlation in how much someone tips or not. Because it's all about who the person is. Moral of the story is, tip when you can, be courteous, and remember to go fuck yourself if you're that guy who made that video trying to reference Germany as a reason to not, you don't have to tip. Well, guess what? You want to go by that structure? Go live in fucking Germany. Yeah. Tell me how much you can do then. You don't really have a choice. Yeah. But anyways... Uh, tip your waiters and drivers. Ass wipes. Alright, um, another topic, I'm gonna make this one pretty quick. I say that, but I may or may not. <laughs> I'm gonna make this one pretty quick. Um, I also, so I was on ESPN.com earlier today. This is Tuesday, June 15th, so yeah. I was on ESPN.com earlier when I was working on some stuff. Fucking around. You know, on ESPN, they have like the headline section. It'll typically be like, Jacob deGrom out four to six weeks with an elbow tweak. It'll be, Anthony Davis didn't last more than half a quarter. Groin was popping. Still hurting. Then I'm looking down. They kind of snuck this in. There's typically like ten headlines. I know it's like the sixth or seventh down. This is the headline. U.S. Sprinter banned for four years for eating a burrito. That's probably the best headline I've seen in like the past like three years of life. A U.S. Sprinter is banned for four years because they ate a burrito. Your uh, boy's curiosity was stemming up clicked on the article so on i think i wrote down some notes from it um yes so some lady named shelby houlihan um who's an american record holder for the 1500 and 5000 meters that's a that's a lot of meters and a lot of difference for two records she has been banned for four years for after following for four years after having a positive test for an anabolic steroid called Nedrolone. N-A-N-D-R-O-L-O-N-E. Nedrolone. That's probably not how you say it, but it's how we're going to say it today. And her reasoning for why she tested positive was because of 10 months, or not 10 months, 10 hours prior to getting drug tested. She ate a pork burrito from a local Mexican truck. Um, that was, I guess, a hurdle she could not overcome. Sorry, had to do it. I wonder, I wonder, was it chorizo? And first of all, so apparently pork is a common 
Um, there's typically common nedrolone um, compounds in it, right? So basically, eating pork in general, you are at risk for testing positive for this stuff. So for one, and she's supposed to, she's supposed to be competing, I believe in next month or two. She was supposed to be competing for the Tokyo Olympics or whatever. and Or the qualifying for it. Could you imagine training since like the age of 12? I think she's like 28 years old. I think she placed like 11th place in 2016. Could you imagine training since you're like the age of 12? Running and running and running and running. And you can't even compete in an Olympics that only happens every four fucking years. Because you ate a pork sandwich or a pork burrito, I should say. Because you ate a fucking pork burrito. You can't run in a circle. You can't do relays. Could you imagine? I'm not going to lie. I feel bad for I really do feel bad for her. Hulahan, Shelby Hulahan. It's like, it's like Patches of Hulahan, you know, off dodgeball. Except uh, she couldn't dodge any of these balls that hit her in the face today. But her reasoning, um, then I, I believe reading on, she was saying that she appealed it and stuff, and they even acknowledged that since. Typically, if you have, like, if you could prove it's, like, from a burrito or some shit, you get it appealed, it can count, you just have to get retested, then you're in the clear. And they even acknowledged that, like, she didn't have any previous levels of this prior, because they could do the test and figure out, was it sporadic? Like, it basically looked like she just took some steroids that day, and then it showed up like it was in there that day. There wasn't any long-lasting steroids in her system. And man, um, they even admitted that. And they're like, yeah, sorry. I kind of feel bad for her. I really do. Um, I really do. Speaking of uh, Mexican trucks, I uh, actually came across this video on YouTube. I didn't even know it ever existed. But uh, Oscar De La Hoya fought uh, Mario Lopez in a celebrity match about Five or six years ago, I think. Didn't know he existed until I found this. Um, it looked like it looked pretty uneventful. It wasn't even an interesting celebrity match. They were just barely throwing punches. Oscar was not. Uh, he was not throwing haymakers. He was throwing pretty uh weenie punches, like Oscar Mayer weenie punch. And uh, Mario Lopez did not need to be saved by the bell in between rounds. And yes, I did think of that ahead of time. And I couldn't wait all day for me to fucking say that. (laughs) Mario Lopez didn't need to be saved by the bell. One, because they were two-minute rounds. There was only three rounds. And no one was really throwing punches. And they were in headgear. Moral of the story is, like I said before in the previous episode... This is why celebrity boxes, celebrity matchups in boxing never really fucking took off. 
because we got AC Slater throwing cool condition punches towards Oscar Mayer Wiener. That's a that's not a crunchy tostada I want to see. Not a lot of crunch on that bite. It's just a Taco Bell. Wow. All right. I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. Kelly. You notice how like on Say by the Bell that like they all slept with each other. Except Screech. He couldn't uh, cause a screech. Actually, I shouldn't even make that joke. He actually died recently. Rest in peace, Dustin Diamond. But Screech never made a never made a screech with a Lin, with a Lisa Turtle shell. Yes, um, because as we know, Zach slept was with Kelly. I think he had a thing with Lisa Turtle, which I think people don't want to say it. Say by the Bell broke some grounds because interracial dating, especially in a kid the teen show it's actually pretty groundbreaking not even being funny but yes 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 i appreciate you zach but yeah anyway has anyone seen that movie showgirls with elizabeth berkeley i'm trying to find it i want to see what all the hype is about never seen an nc-17 movie but hey i want to obviously doing for research purposes for the pod not a weirdo but okay. Anyways, I'm going to wrap it up. Unlike that uh, burrito she didn't eat. Or did eat. <sighs> Alright, moral of the story of today's episode. Um, There's nothing wrong with giving a fuck about your significant other, man or woman. Cater to them. Make them feel good. Rub their feet. Rub their shoulders. Kiss them. Let them know they're loved. Don't let these miserable fucking people out here tell you otherwise. Second of all... Tip your waiters, tip your drivers, courtesy, you don't have to, if you don't, then fine, leave it at that, we don't need your over-explanation, when people tip good, we don't explain why we tip well, we just do it, be genuine with why you're a piece of shit, don't try to explain, we don't fucking care why you're a piece of shit, when people are a piece of shit, we just accept they're pieces of shit, like the country you try to reference, the style they use, yeah, Hitler uh, kind of dictated that style. Just saying. Still kind of working that way. <sighs> oh, yeah. And, yeah, that's pretty much it for today's show. All right, guys, go uh, subscribe to the tube, Often Beats. Go follow me on IG at Often Beats. Remember the follow, uh, click the follow button, Spotify. Uh, spread it around. Let's get pregnant off this podcast. You know, let's just. It's growing, honestly, the audience has doubled in the past two episodes. Each episode doubled from the previous. We're actually making waves. So uh, let's keep the waves crashing. All right. And remember, fellas, go suck some titties. And then rub her shoulders. Make her feel important. Cater to her the same way you want her to cater to you. All right, guys. Out. Ooh. Ooh, yeah.